Hello, welcome to my podcast, Open Boundaries, where I share with you a variety of topics regarding human foundation and metaphysics. Feel free to leave any recommendations, suggestions, or questions. I hope you enjoy. On this episode, we are going to talk about relationships. The main outline is how do we know if we are with the right partner or if we are looking for something different. In tradition, we are taught that when we choose to stay with someone, we have to sacrifice and adapt ourselves to our partner. But this only creates disharmony. To start, ask yourself, what do you look for when you meet someone new? When you go to school, when you go to work, or when you travel, and you have the opportunity to interact with new people, what would it mean to you to have a friend or to meet someone? Or if you already have a close friend or close friends, what are the qualities they bring in your friendship that defines them as friends? Those qualities that you are looking for, the same we look for in a partner. The purpose of humankind is connection and health. But how do we know we are making the right choice when we decide to let someone in our lives? It all comes down to meeting our needs. To meet someone, first you need to meet them in person. But one mistake that we usually make is rush our expectations and make ideas out of someone we barely understand as a human being. If you're in a relationship or if you are starting to be in a relationship or a marriage and there are emotions that feel like a warning about your partner, do not fear and do not make irrational decisions that might be harsh for your relationship. Instead, take a moment to sit down and reflect on why do you feel the way you feel. Where does these feelings might be coming from? And if there are behaviors in your partner that have changed and why that might be. Now, be aware that the main ingredients for a successful bonding is communication and trust. And that means being courageous enough to face the reality of who you are as a person and be able to express it honestly with your partner so you can bring ease to the relationship. When you are with the right partner, you are committing to forever fix and work on each other as a couple and as an individual. You are committing to learn and to make agreements in what you can deliver and in what it is hard to fulfill. There is always a foundation that is building through trust. And trust is simplified by being open with communication and emotional support. Because anyone who is human has built a response for sensitivity. We all have a trigger for sentimentalism. But what we might define as communication or as emotional support, that depends on the needs you relate to. There are a list of needs that we as humans ask for it in our daily life. And for that, you need to ask yourself what your needs are and if they are being met in your relationship. I will be mentioning a few needs for you to consider whether or not they are being met by the end of this episode.
Once you have reflected on your needs and you have gathered some information about your emotions, see your relationship objectively. That means instead of perceiving with your heart, perceive with your reason. At some point in the relationship, we become comfortable. We have been together for a long time, so the spark is not the same. But that is okay. One thing people realize when they are in a healthy relationship is that their partner provides a non-toxic approach to situations and challenges. And based on their values, those are being fulfilled. They pay attention to the triggers they face and come up with solutions. It is okay as long as you are consciously aware that no matter how many times you might feel attracted to someone else, you understand that your present partner is giving you everything you have ever asked for in a romantic relationship. And that includes the efforts to fix the bad situations as long as they don't cross a boundary. Therefore, you understand clearly that you are in no need to be looking for something else with someone else. You are at peace with what you have going on. If you think through and you still feel something is off, please consider that your relationship is requiring a change or that you might need to pay attention to what you want based on your needs. I quote one of my favorite healers. She says, We tend to base the value we assign to our relationship on the length of time that relationship lasts. This is rather unconscious, seeing as sometimes the most valuable relationships can be with a person we sat next to only once. It means that we are taught that relationships become successful because two people have been together for a long time. But mind that if two people have been together for a long time, that does not mean that they actually chose their own path. They rather became codependent and comfortable, not taking enough consideration on what they really wanted for their lives. A good bonding isn't defined by how long you are going to last together. It is defined by how you build your foundation and bonding as humans. A relationship that lasted three or six months might have left a more stable impact than a relationship that lasted 15 years that brought a lack of order and dishonesty. I would like to note here that most of the relationships that become a marriage tend to teach their children that it's best to stay married rather than divorce because that shows loyalty or strength in a marriage. But on the contrary, what you are actually teaching to children is that you have to reject your needs in order to find harmony. And you have to stop being yourself, stop looking for harmony in order to look trustworthy to others. We sacrifice ourselves at the cost of pain and service that we are not ready to fully deliver or accept. And we put these perspectives into our children who have nothing to do with our expectations. For us, change is hard to admit. It is hard to give it the opportunity to show us a different picture. 
But when we feel this is the case, when we feel deep in ourselves that we do need to change something, but we resist the change, I encourage you to slowly open your mind and consider that every time you have changed to something, it has opened up a new door for you. And when change knocks at your door, whether you like it or not, it will always pay a visit reminding you that it is time to consider paying attention to yourself and to look at a new horizon which might bring or might not bring what you expect, but it will definitely unlock experiences that will shape your way of thinking and will guide you to new approaches to life and humans around you. There is always something about us that we have to take a look and reflect on. There are always solutions for our problems. When change isn't the one knocking, stay calm. Everything that is happening to you is meant to be happening. There was a time in my life where I had the feeling that things weren't happening fast enough. That with all my partner was doing, intending, and putting out there, more should be happening and faster. And then I questioned myself, really? Should things really be happening faster? Or am I exactly where am I supposed to be? I read this article one time when I was in doubt. It says, we have the tendency to think we have it all figured out when it should happen, how it should happen, who it should happen with, and before it's too late. We want to feel in charge of our lives, it says. It makes us feel safe knowing we have control. But sometimes, life has a way of throwing us curveballs. There is a delay in an outcome we are hoping to produce, or the timing doesn't work out as we planned. We are not where we think we should be financially, socially, professionally, creatively, or romantically. And yet, even in this, there is perfection. In other words, for those of you who think your time has passed, or it's too late, or there is not enough time, I ask you, how do you know this? How do you know that in this moment, right now, you are not exactly where you are supposed to be? That the things are not working out for you despite appearances? It also says, if everything is perfectly as it is, what is it that you're not seeing? In other words, what are you gaining from this situation that is perfect for your unfolding right now? And how is this preparing you for the thing you desire? Inspirational leader Mary Morrissey talks about Chinese bamboo and how it is a very slow-growing and fragile plant. She says that if the bamboo is cared for, watched over and nurtured, In one year, it grows two inches. In the next year, it grows two inches. In the next year, it grows two inches. In the next year, it grows two more inches. And then in the fifth year, it grows 80 feet. This is how it is with our development in our relationship or as an individual. The intention of it. We make incremental changes. We show in whatever way we can. Relationship sparks will fade away, but that is okay if in your relationship there is a basic understanding of what your needs, morals, and values are, and you are able to work on finding balance in your approaches. 
Over time, everything comes to fruition, harmonizing all aspects in such a creative way that if we were to look back on it, we would marvel at the perfection of it all. Stay in the present, look around you and see that you have what you need after all. Especially someone who is there for you to support your ability to express yourself and rationalize like no other friend has. Of course, respect your limitations and boundaries and speak up with consideration when your intuition is trying to communicate something. In conclusion, two people who are right for each other will have mutual respect and understanding will agree to communicate their feelings and future plans without shame for the sanity and stability of their relationship. And two people who are going through difficulties, whether externally or internally, are bound to face some sort of change for the better of their growth. Just like I promised, I will mention a list of needs I found online that you can reflect upon and figure out whether they are being met or not. For connection, we have acceptance, affection, appreciation, belonging, cooperation, communication, closeness, community, companionship, compassion, consideration, consistency, empathy, inclusion, intimacy, love, mutuality, nurturing, respect, self-respect, safety, security, stability, support, to know and to be known, to see and be seen, to understand and be understood, trust, warmth. For physical well-being, we have air, food, movement, exercise, rest, sleep, sexual expression, safety, shelter, touch, water. For honesty, we have authenticity, integrity, presence. For play, we have joy, humor. For peace, we have beauty, communion, ease, equality, harmony, inspiration, order. For autonomy, we have choice, freedom, independence, space, spontaneity. And at last, for meaning we have awareness, celebration of life, challenge, clarity, competence, consciousness, contribution, creativity, discovery, efficacy, effectiveness, growth, hope, learning, mourning, participation, purpose, self-expression, stimulation, to matter, and understanding. Saying this, if you find that any or many of these needs are not being met, take a moment to organize your thoughts to think through the reasons why you believe there is a lack of reciprocity with the needs you think aren't being met. And then, be open to talk it through with your partner without making the conversation overwhelmed. Remember that the purpose of communication is to be there to listen to each other's point of view and see what you can do to work on the issues at hand without patronization, subordination, or shame. With no more to say, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Have a nice week.